Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. There's been a lot of talk this year around food prices and food inflation. You know, finally, as 2023 draws to a close, we're, we're seeing things improve on the inflation front, even on food inflation, although that seems to be lagging a bit. But in this whole discussion around food prices and why they are what they are, there's been a lot of scrutiny uh, of the uh, food retail industry and what role grocers might be playing. Uh, in the cost of food, uh, because after all, that's where we buy our groceries, and uh, are we being gouged to some extent? That uh, argument has certainly been put out there, even by political leaders in this country. I mean, the NDP has actually gone so far as to call for some sort of a profit windfall tax on the grocery industry. The government hasn't quite gone that far. Uh, But there's definitely been some scolding. We've seen the heads of the big grocery chains called before commons committees, uh, called to a meeting with the cabinet and an expectation that they do something uh, with regard to food prices. Now, we also got word last week, and this uh, stemmed from an interview that the industry minister did last week, saying that he is in talks with grocery executives around the world in hopes of attracting a foreign competitor to extend, uh, expand into Canada to challenge the retail chains that are dominating the market. That's interesting because, you know, the government's talked about the importance of competition. And to be sure, competition is, is typically a wonderful thing. Uh, but what is keeping those big players out? And given the, the scrutiny and the pressure on grocers in Canada, is that necessarily something that one of these uh, foreign chains is going to want to be a part of? Now, joining us uh, for some thoughts on all this, very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, uh, Stuart Smythe, Associate Professor and Industry-Funded Research Chair in Agri-Food and Innovation at the University of Saskatchewan. Stuart, great to have you with us here today. Welcome to the program. My pleasure, Rob. Uh, first of all, I guess your thoughts on the retail landscape and what you make of the, the minister's statement that he's trying to attract a new player. I guess I, I get a little bit nervous when I hear that the the government is trying to, uh, you know, to essentially attract industry when the, you know, the just the private market is is not able to do that. So, you know, the question comes to mind is how much is it going to cost us from a taxpayer perspective to right. to likely subsidize um, a, a international grocer to to open stores in Canada, and then then if you know if profitability isn't the level that this this um, new grocer's hoping for, is the government, you know, and our taxpayers going to be on the hook for, for making up those shortfalls? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's I don't think it's just a case of the ministers saying, hey, you know, Canada's a great market. Canadians uh, love buying groceries. Like, <laughs> if we're talking about incentivizing, that's got to be through some kind of subsidy or tax credit or both. Like, it, it can't just be a, a pitch to come to Canada, can it? Well, and and that's you know, that's the big worry, right? Is you've got the the partnership between the NDP and the Liberals, and the with the leader of the NDP, as you mentioned in the introduction, saying that there needs to be a, a profitability tax. Well, when you've when you've got the the coalition partner in the government calling for a, a massive tax on profits, 
why would any international grocer be willing to to come to Canada with that hanging in the wind? Right, and there seems to be such a sweet spot you'd have to land on here because if profitability is too low, then what was the point? If profitability is too high, well, then you're going to find yourself in, in the uh, metaphorical crosshairs here. Well, and, and to me, the, the American grocers are the ones that would have the lowest cost, you know, the same as we've seen with the Costco's and Walmart's opening up in Canada, right? So mm-hmm. so from their perspective, they're, they're, they're right here. We're, we're an interconnected market. The cost for them to expand into Canada is going to be minimal compared to bringing in, you know, whether it's a, a European or, or Australian or, or, you know, some other uh, geographic region to, to open those costs go up significantly so so what the market is signaling is that canada has a very low percentage of of total um global expenditures and if the americans aren't making moves to invest here then that probably signals to the rest of the the grocery space at the global level that if the Americans aren't opening up here, why would anybody else look at it? Yeah, and I'm trying to think, you know, the, you know, there's Kroger's or Myers. There's a few chains in the U.S. that Canadians might be familiar with, and I'm sure they know that Canada exists. Like, obviously, there's a reason why they haven't come here in, in the first place. So it, why would that be, though, do you think? Well, I think part of that is the, the issue that the federal government's not willing to look at, that, that there's barriers. You know, there, there's it, maybe it's zoning barriers on where they can open stores, um, or they're just looking at at other logistical challenges such as um, you know labor, you know unionized labor contracts, these mm-hmm. kind of things. Whereas in the states, um, there's a lower level of unionization within the grocery retail space. So, so these are the kind of things that it, you know. If the private market's not recognizing opportunities from a, you know, a, a good business opportunity with it, with those, you know, Kroger's, Meyer, any of the other ones, right? If if they're not seeing an opportunity to expand and increase their profits, that, then that suggests to me that really what the barriers are then are are sort of on the, you know, either the taxes are corporate taxes are too high here, mm-hmm. um, or you know, there's there's other barriers in the marketplace that that simply the federal government is not willing to to address to to entice competitive you know an increase in competition. Right. One way to do this maybe would be to to allow some of the smaller or medium players to get bigger. But you know, there, there's some challenges there. I think even you know when you when you demand the big stores impose a price freeze. Well, they're, you know, able to do that a lot easier than some of the smaller chains. So I think even a whole conversation around, uh, you know, prices, I think that's, you know, kind of thrown a bit of an obstacle to some of the smaller players. But would that be an area to focus? What can we do to to allow for more growth uh, around some of these more independent stores? Yeah, I, I think, you know, a within Canada solution is is definitely preferential here. Um, you know, looking, for example, on... You know, the, the square footage of, of grocery retail space, right? And looking at zoning bylaws and and finding solutions, working with urban municipalities to say, you know, where where could some of these independents, um, you know, um, seek an opportunity and, you know, maybe not in the, as part of a, a, a massive grocery store in, in a, a new um, suburban or like a, a residential mall kind of setting but but where could they look at at space in in other you know 
business districts that that don't require those math, you know, smaller size, a little bit more speciality, those kinds of things. Um, that's really where I see the growth opportunity to, to, to promote entrepreneurism in Canada. Yeah. Well, the extent to which this is even the source of the problem in the first place. I mean, we're seeing food inflation easing. I think if you look at some of the future markets around, you know, egg commodity prices, you know, there's, there's the prospect for even further improvement. Um, so maybe a lot of this is going to kind of blow over, but has this been an unfair demonization, do you think, of, of the grocery, the retail side of things? Well, I point out to my students, I said, you know, that a lot of people are critical of, of the, the retailers and, and their level of profits. Our challenge is, is we don't know what percentage of those profits are coming from directly consumable food items. Right. Because, you know, they, they have cosmetics, they're selling pharmaceuticals, right? And yeah. even within the grocery store, there's, you know, paper towels and diapers and, and, and all those things that we buy for our household, but we don't actually consume them and 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 if the government you know one thing they could have pushed in these consultations with the the CEOs is to say you know what percentage of your profits are coming from you know the fruits and vegetables the meats the ba- canned goods those things that we we directly consume and, and but they're not pushing for that and and the other thing i tell my students is that you know as as people looking to invest in our pensions for retirement we want to invest in companies that that are highly profitable, you know. And, and and I asked my students. I said, "How many of you be willing to invest your pension in in suboptimal investments?" And, right. and not a single student, you know. I, you know, because that means you're going to have to work for five or ten years longer be, to make up that difference. And and nobody wanted to do that. We'll see where it, uh, all has uh, coming uh, toward us in 2024 here. But we'll leave it there for now, Stuart. Thanks so much for the insight. Appreciate you joining us here this morning.